Welcome to the Be Still Podcast. I'm your host, Beth, an avid yoga teacher, wellness junkie, diehard organizer, and fearless business leader. This podcast is a place where I'll sit down with everyday people, entrepreneurs, and business owners to talk all things and all questions about health and wellness, Christianity, and small business. I hope you leave here feeling empowered to be your authentic self and share your story with the world. Thanks for showing up and being here. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Be Still podcast. I'm your host, Beth McGowan, and I'm so glad you are here today. I can't wait to share with you a little bit more of my story. And then in the coming weeks and shows, we will have some special guests to share their stories. So as always, if you know someone, anyone, any ordinary person that would be excited to share their testimony, to share their journey, that has something for all of us to just learn from, send them my way. Drop me a contact note on my website, and I'll definitely reach out to them and we'll have a chat. Just know you don't have to be anyone famous. I'm just looking for ordinary people doing ordinary things and really changing the world and how they see it. So here today, I am with myself. Hello. I am your guest today. I am Beth and your host. Just kidding. I like to throw in a little humor because sometimes, you know, the days get long and living by myself, it tends to be occasionally that I end up talking a lot to myself. So thanks for enjoying my dry humor. I enjoy it. So, but today what really I'm going to do is I am going to share my story. I'm going to share my journey. And I say so far because guess what? Your journey and your story is never done. Um, There's a great song that I love, God's Not Done. And really, our journey and story is never done until that day that we meet him in heaven. So this is my story as of so far up until just shy of a birthday that I have coming up in a few weeks here. A big number, odd number. Do we celebrate odd number birthdays? Celebrating birthday number 33 years on this lovely planet Earth. So... Let's start with uh, where I started in my fitness journey. So years ago, and I say years ago like it was eons ago, let's say 10 years. 10 years ago is probably when I started my journey, maybe even about 12. Just at the end of my years in college, I had um, been a member at the YMCA, the local YMCA in Madison where I was living. And I was still actually, I think, finishing off maybe my final year in college as well. And I got to know some instructors there and people there because I tended to go there a lot. Eventually, I to the YMCA and volunteering throughout the organization. And eventually, one day, the fitness instructor, the director asked me, would you teach some classes for us? And I thought, me? Teach? Really? That seems like quite a burden and quite not the thing that I wanted to do. Um, But sure, I was a college student and needed some money, so why not, right? I could work out. I would then get paid to work out. How cool would that be? So I agreed and started teaching some boot camps and some spin cycle classes, taught gliding class with discs, which is one of my most favorite exercises. Be sure to check out some videos on Instagram using the gliding discs. Absolutely killer workout for your booty for your thighs, your legs, and your core. So great little plug there for gliding discs. Um, So I started teaching there, 
And over time, I just really got involved more and more into the fitness uh, world and started attending more workshops and getting some certifications. And unfortunately, about that same time, about a year later, um, I had decided to go travel abroad to do some studying internationally, and I was in Australia. And uh, my time over there, I ended up having... I didn't have the surgery, but I ended up getting a groin hernia or an abdominal inguinal hernia. And when I came home, I had to have that surgery to have it repaired. And so that was in the beginning of the year. Nothing major, pretty outpatient standard procedure. Wasn't too concerned. I was still young. But that summer after that surgery, I started having hip pains and pains that just didn't go away, that kept coming back. Um, there was no relief found with it. And just over the months and the weeks, it got worse. And unfortunately, after seeing several doctors, there was really nothing that they could um, pinpoint that the issue was. And so I continued to try therapy and try some other uh, methods of pain management. And then finally, one day, we did have an MRI and found within there that I had um, femoral acetabular impingement. Sounds like a big deal. Um, and it is, and I don't want to say it isn't, because it is a procedure, uh, but the word just sounds really fancy more than it probably is. So FIA, a hip impingement. And now I learn they're pretty common. When I went through it, um, they weren't common. There wasn't a lot out there. I didn't know a lot of people that had them. Now I feel when I'm in yoga classes or in other classes or just random friends, we're coming across some of the similar issues and some of the similar symptoms that I had. So it's becoming more commonly, or maybe just people are sharing more about it um, from my perspective. But so I had this um, hip injury, I guess you'd call it. And finally they decided that we would do surgery at the end of that year, um, just before Thanksgiving. And I had just finished off uh, college. So I was just graduated in the spring, or just I was going to be graduating in the spring after this, um, uh, but prior to the surgery, excuse me, prior to the surgery, I just graduated in that spring, and the surgery was in the fall. So about that time was when I decided, okay, um, put your big girl pants on. It is now time to go get a real job uh, coming out of college with a business degree. And, you know, I share some of these little, like, side stories because you'll start to learn little uh, cues and little tidbits about my story and patterns, I guess you'd call them, throughout the, the journey. So in college, I have a master or a master's, I have a business degree, a bachelor in business degree, but I changed my degree probably five or six times, and I think my counselor maybe wanted to hurt me a couple of times because I was changing every semester. I couldn't decide if I wanted to do marketing, if I wanted to do accounting. A couple of times I thought I wanted to do psychology. Uh, just never really could figure out where that niche was that really inspired me to go. But I settled on the business degree more or less to stop the college debt bleeding out of me, um, being that I was at a private college at the time. So I came up to the surgery, landed a job in the insurance industry because no one ever goes there, right? We all just land and somehow find our way into the insurance industry. Had the first surgery, and unfortunately, a few weeks after the first surgery during recovery, started to notice discomfort and pain and symptoms that probably shouldn't have been happening. And again, the issue in the hip had torn again. And so they had to go back in a second time just two months later around Valentine's Day and go ahead and repair that tissue again. 
So I share this whole part of the story because that's three surgeries within 12 months time frame. And my main income prior to actually just landing the insurance job was fitness. And I was doing that full time. And I realized once I then went into a full-time job in the insurance industry that maybe this fitness thing wasn't all cracked out to be. It's wonderful and it's great and I get paid to work out, but the issues I was having with my body, maybe it was time to hang it up. But I chose not to quite yet. I thought, I can stick this out a little bit longer, so I did. Um, was at the insurance company for a few years, decided to switch to a different company and I'm sharing reasons why I switched because that will play into kind of this last 12 to 18 months of my journey as well. But I, for two years maybe, but I changed jobs um, really for soul of, of moving up the ladder, as you call it. So when we're in the corporate America world, it's really this like business climb, like climbing up the ladder, that next step, that next pay increase. And that's really what it was for me. It was um, moving up to that next ladder. So I moved jobs. Obviously, it was better paying, and once I was at that job for a couple of months, I decided, you know what, I can now quit doing the fitness. Um, I was still having some minor injuries, nothing major, but I was like, let's stop training and teaching classes and just focus on me, just me, nobody else, no one else, just Beth. And in that part of my story and my process is where I found yoga. Um, so once I was able to kind of step away from teaching for others, and as much as I enjoyed it, which is why I'm coming back to it now, as much as I enjoyed it, I realized looking back that I needed that space. I needed to make space away from the noise, away from the job of teaching in order to come internally to focus on myself to say, okay, what does my body need? What does Beth need in this moment in order to be here longer or, or not even that, just to be present and fully available as my whole self, which is where I want to share all of these stories from around the world on this podcast. That's my big vision because we can be our whole selves, mind, body, soul, and spirit when we start to really turn inward and sharing your story can help someone also turn that way. So that was my switching point um, right there in my mid-20s that, you know what, this teaching thing just needs to take a break. I thought it was done, to be honest. I thought I was done with it, but, you know, stories come back and here we are again. Now I'm back in teaching and fitness, but Story took a pause there. So I continued at the, that the job I was at at a different uh, credit union insurance company at that point in time. And maybe about a year or so into that job, I also realized that one wasn't going anywhere. And this is where my story of passion for growth and, and vision for continually pushing myself forward to challenge myself and to just be better every day um, really comes into play. And unfortunately, the team and the dynamic that I was in, I was stagnant. I wasn't being pushed. I wasn't challenged. I didn't have the workload. And unfortunately, it was the fact of the matter of the team and the job role, which I wasn't aware of. So I made a, another move back into a different insurance company. I stayed in insurance for many years. Um, so I moved over to another insurance company, which is where I stayed for five years and had great success and growth, moving 
through different levels into management, into people management, overseeing teams and large uh, territories of, of premium values, moving into even more corporate change management work, which is where I dove deep into a passionate topic of mine. Maybe someday I'll bring on some change management geeks with me and we'll chat all things about change management, which is really understanding how people tick and how people move through the change process. And it doesn't matter if you're in a business, friends, or if you're at home. Change management practices can absolutely be used anywhere. And so there I stayed about my late 20s. And in that time when I stepped away from the fitness and moving jobs, I, I started at that point a relationship, um, which turned into a long-term relationship. I was with the individual for five years, which is where my story really, I think, takes um, the turn, where I probably have the most recollection. One is because it was the most recent, and let's just say memory is not good in my family. But I have the most rec- uh, recollection of it, but I also feel like I had some really pivotal growth points in these last two years. And so by the end of 2018, so 2018 was my 30, big 30 birthday. And at the end of that year, fall time, I had done some traveling overseas to see friends that I had lived with when I studied abroad. And when I got back abruptly, about two days after I got back, uh, my significant partner at that time decided to end the relationship. So it was five years in, it was actually right about the day or so, maybe a couple weeks, something like that, before our five-year anniversary. We had lived together, we had done some home improvement stuff. I mean, we were really building a life together. And if I'm honest, if I'm really honest with you, friends, and that's what I'm meant to be here for, is I said I would be as real and raw and honest as I can be with you, and that's a challenge at times. So... As I'm saying this, I'm being very straightforward that, you know, if I had really turned that mirror on myself and that relationship maybe just a few months or a few years earlier, I may have noticed some of those little things in myself that were changing. And the reason I say that is hindsight's always 2020, right? But the reason that we look back is to not live in the past, to not stay there, but to grow and to move ourselves forward. So looking back and just learning from those experiences and learning the small changes in myself within that relationship in the moments that I wasn't happy but I pushed it under the rug, in the moments when I would maybe let go of something that I really enjoyed in favor for something that a partner enjoyed, any of those moments really came back when I that relationship ended and when I had the opportunity to look back and reflect and say, wow, who was Beth in that time? Who was I? And was I my most authentic self? And if you listen to the first podcast, episode one, we talk about word of the year. And that's why 2019, my word was authentic. And I came back to that most authentic self. At the end of 2018, it felt like everything had upset the apple cart. I felt like The picnic table that I was on or the blanket, my friend shared this with me in the time of despair when I was struggling through it, was everything on my picnic blanket was thrown up in the air, and I wasn't sure how any of the pieces were going to land. I didn't know when things were going to come back to quote-unquote normal. I know that seems like a 
a common phrase, but I didn't know when things would feel better. And what happened in the next several months was really the kind of icing on the cake is I'd moved out, obviously, with my partner, moved in and lived with my sister. And that was one of the greatest gifts that I was given, was to be able to have time with her, um, with her um, fiancé at the time, now husband. They were planning a wedding. And just to be able to really build that relationship and share space with her. But then also I was able to go out and buy my buy my first home by myself, which is another one of those huge accomplishments that I didn't know if I was going to be able to or want to. Um, I'm so glad I did, and I'm so blessed that God is continuously faithful and provides for me to continue to afford the home. And then what I did after about three months after that is I also changed jobs. So on my 31st birthday, I bought a house, I changed jobs, and I celebrated my first birthday as a single female. Amen, sisters, right? So reaching these pivotal moments, and I tend to feel them that they come at once. Maybe that's just me in my life, but they tend to come in cycles. And when they do, I take a moment to really digest each of them and take a step back before making any sharp moves beyond that. But it felt like that calling to say, okay, now here we go. I don't want to say a new life. I don't want to say a new me. But it really was a step in a direction of potentially new beginnings, new finding out routines, uh, new uh, coworkers that I worked with, new friendships that I was going to build, opening up a space in my home for, for people to gather and to just be here. And so that journey then in 2019, that word authentic was to find that in me. And so I began dating online. And if anyone has dated online, I sympathize for you because it can be stressful. It can be downright nasty and shallow and all of the things. But I learned that in those times of um, dating online, I went back to what I had said earlier, looking back in the mirror and what were those moments that I said, this is me and I will not waver from that. So I wanted to be sure that I stayed true to myself. And to be honest, when you're online dating, it's like all fair game for anything. And so I started dating an individual, a wonderful Christian man, and you know we connected and had a great time together within 2019. And at the end of 2019, things for me personally started to get sh- kind of shooken up again. And I say that, and maybe it's every year that this happens for me. But at the end of 2019, I decided to go take a solo trip. And this is where the faith over fear for 2020 and where my journey really, I hope, speaks to someone that is maybe on the verge of just taking a leap of faith. And so up until this point, right, I've shared kind of my very past all the way up until now. And hopefully you're still with me and can understand that past that I shared with you were moments that really led me within 2020 to do what I did and still be standing here in 2021 to say that I did it without having any plan or without really knowing that a pandemic was going to hit in 2020 and even upset 
things more. So at the end of 2019, I decided to go out east to see the beach and the sand. Uh, I love the sun and just the warmth. And so I spent some time out there with my godmother. And in that time, my sole reason, one of my sole purposes for going, was to just sit on the beach and spend time with God. I wanted to just feel his presence. I wanted to be in his word. I wanted to hear his plans for me and speak to me because I was debating quitting my job when I got back without anything lined up, which is scary as I'll get out. And I did that. I took time. I went to the beach. I took my yoga mat. I surrendered in postures of prayer to him. I wrote in my journal. I visited another friend who definitely needed me there at that time, a blessing that he was able to allow me to go there. And I came back at the new year. I spent the whole new year there. I got to visit a church that I um, really enjoy, Elevation Church online. And so I got to visit their campus for the new year service. So I just came back feeling so filled, so filled up of the Holy Spirit that it was no question that I was ready to take that leap of faith and quit my job. But then, you know, the human brain sets in and you shouldn't do that for all these reasons, because of money, because of the house, because people will think that you're silly, you have a college degree, what are you doing, why would you just quit your corporate job that you're making six-digit figures for nothing? And the reason is, friends, is because God was calling me out of there. God was calling me into a space to start creating and building my brand and me and what that looked like. And so I had already been on the yoga uh, teacher training journey, so I was getting back into the health and wellness. And as I continued on that yoga journey, I kept feeling him nudge, this is where you're going to go. And at the end of the year, yoga faith came into my life by only God's way and started chatting with some beautiful women in the organization and have been blessed with sisters that are pushing me on my faith journey and also in my yoga practice. And those yoga faith sisters is why I decided decided to start also pursuing my master's training with them so that I can share God's love through yoga. And that's a whole other podcast for probably an entirely different day to talk about yoga faith and Christian yoga together. But that was set on my heart. And so I came back from my travel and I decided, okay, I heard God, but of course I was doubting. And so I decided to fast. I decided to take a fast. And in in spiritual fasting, it's really giving it to God so that in those moments that we're hungry, we turn to him in prayer. And fasting has been just an immense way to really get clarity and clear my mind to be sure that I'm, I'm listening intently to the Lord and not all the noise that's around. So it provided me time to maybe practice and um, practice journaling and practice my gratitude as well as not eating for the most of the day, one meal at night, and usually I had breakfast or coffee in the morning. So basically fasting the entire day. And what happened is about two days into my fast, maybe three days into my fast, I decided on that night, on a Wednesday night, I distinctly remember, tomorrow I'm quitting. And I typed up my resignation letter. I had lunch with my recruiter at the time because I was contracted. And I did not intend for that lunch. It was meant to just be end of the year lunch. I did not intend for that lunch to say I'm quitting. I had no idea what I was going to do. 
two weeks. Two weeks was what I gave. Two weeks is what I worked. My savings was okay, and I say okay because I could have managed a month. I was like, okay, I got this. I'm going to manage a month. In March, I was going to Australia. I was going to see my best friend marry her best friend, which was beautiful and glorious, and I'm so glad I got to do that. And then I'll come back after that, and I'll contract. I had a couple of friends and colleagues that were like, yeah, we got some work for you. You can do some here. I had my dad's business. He was like, yep, we got some work for you. We can have you do some work here. Cool, great. I had yoga a studio ready to hire me on, work in the front desk, teach some classes. I thought, I got this. God's provided exactly what I needed when, in the perfect timing. I'll be able to make ends meet and pursue my passions and keep moving in his path of creating a business when I get back. And the funny thing is, guess what, y'all? COVID happened. COVID happened when I was traveling in Australia and New Zealand. Obviously, we all know what it did to the world. And so I came back with not much of anything really lined up because a lot of stuff had started to shut down or just not be able to have the financial means to do it. And so what happened in that that season, and I call this a season because what God puts us in these seasons, is I was put in this season then to go work with my family full-time. And that's where I am as as we're having this podcast today filmed and and when you um, possibly listen to it as it uploads, depending on how long you go back. But as of this moment, I'm still working my family business in this season. And I'll tell you that even today in this week, as I'm on another fast, just looking for clarity from the Lord, I say, Lord, please show me these seasons and I'll listen closely to you. Where, I shouldn't even say where, I've been trying to reframe this, is who am I in you and who can I be in you? And the reason I say that is it's not so much about what, like what am I going to go do or where am I going to go, but who am I? And am I in God's eyes? I am his daughter, his beautiful daughter. I'm a child of God. And with that power, all things are strengthened because Christ is within me. So no matter what my next season is, no matter if that means leaving where I'm at with my family business, and going back to start on my own and contracting, if that means opening up some type of health and wellness center somewhere in the world, wherever God decides that my next path is, I will be obedient and say, I will go. And so my story and my journey, I hope that you can follow some of these sequential events because in those moments looking back is I didn't know why God wanted me to have hip surgery. But looking back, I know that it was so I can relate down the road, so that I can pause. I take a break from what I was doing to reconnect with myself. I didn't know why I had to go through the heartbreaks, to go through two of them, fairly back-to-back, after a long one, and then getting into a relationship, which, again, I'm honest and raw and real. I thought was all good. I thought he was the thing, right? Like, I thought he was the man, possibly, until I met my now partner and significant other, who is even above and beyond what the last one was. So God, every time when I think, oh God, you've blessed me so great with this wonderful human, and he was, yet he shows me an even better man for me and for my life. And so those little moments that I can look back and say, in times of despair and stress and frustration of like, why me? Why this? Why now? 
I can see those silver linings. And I know that it's hard to hear this because we always say that, right? Hindsight's twenty twenty. But what I promise you is when you are obedient, God will fulfill those promises. He just wants us to be with him in true relationship and connection in order to to share his glory and his light across the world. And when we do that, he blesses us beyond our belief. So I'll leave that here with you, friends. I wanted to get raw and real. I wanted to share with you where I've been, what I've been through. And maybe we'll even dive into those stories more, right? Maybe we can talk more about those moments in the heartbreak and the anger and frustration that I went through of ending the relationship. But here's one tip, one little bit I will leave with you is one reason I believe God absolutely called me out of that relationship, friends, was because that partner was not a believer. And as much as I tried to say that that wasn't an issue for me, deep down it was an absolute issue for me, and of course it was for God. And so when he ended that, it absolutely tore me and sucked, but I am forever grateful that it happened and when it happened for his plan to work out just the way it did. So here's what I'll leave you with today, friends. I want us to practice gratitude. Practice recognizing those little moments, even in times when we may not be feeling very grateful or happy. It might just be something as simple as a smile from someone in a car next to you, or maybe they let you in on a busy road, or maybe it's just the smell of your delicious coffee. Whatever those little moments of gratitude is, when we can cultivate a heart of gratitude, everything that we do from there will flow in abundance of love to others. And then I'll ask you to make space away from the noise. And I think you saw some of those themes within my stories as well of times when I needed to make space for something new. So I challenge you that if you're potentially at this crossroad or you're thinking about something more, get still and get space into your life. Go back to that journal. Go back to reading, meditation, mantras, whatever it is in your spiritual practice you need. Go deep there. And once we can get away from all that noise, you will hear from your God. And lastly, always stay true to yourself. So when we go through these times or when we start to feel pinched or pain in places, we may want to bend to society. We may want to change the way we do things in order to be seen differently. And I absolutely pray and hope that you can stay true to yourself especially in turbulent times that we have in our society and on social world I hope that everything that you do and post and share and say is authentically from you and Christ within you and you're speaking words of love that Jesus loved all of us so we love everyone else So those are what I would just hope that you can take away from my little short journey and story here. As I said, in the next coming weeks, this podcast, we will have some guest stars sharing their journey and stories. 
And I hope that their stories resonate with you and in ways that maybe you're just feeling like no one else has the same thing happening. So I'm hoping that maybe this will speak to you as you go throughout your journey as well. And as always, if you have a testimony to share and it's on your heart to share it with someone, I will tell you, guess what? Someone needs to hear your story. You may not know who that is, guess what, for years or maybe never, but someone needs to hear your story. So reach out to me, drop me a note, we'll be sure to connect, and let's hear your ordinary person, ordinary story, and get you on the Be Still with Beth podcast. I'm so grateful that you are all here, friends, and I just can't wait to continue to bring goodness into the Be Still podcast. As always, make sure you subscribe here to the channel. We'll be dropping shows weekly. And until next time, I hope you be well.